Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Selling Digital Podcast. I am Yetzia, your host, creator of OnlineTemplateShop.com. This is episode number 33. And today we're going to talk about what we can learn from this whole MRR course drama that's taking over the online business world and TikTok and social media. Everyone's talking about it. Some people have no idea what I'm talking about. Lucky you, because that means you have not seen it online. I have seen it everywhere. So let's talk about it today. Now, let me tell you what this episode is going to be, because I'm not going into the history of what what it is. I did send an email newsletter to my list um, a couple of days ago. So I'm going to link that email in the description of this episode. In case you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say MRR course and, you know, online business drama, check out that um, link because it'll give you a little bit of background. Also, if you want to know more, I know it's this is bigger on TikTok. Um, I'm not on TikTok, so I have no idea. But on Instagram, if you go and search for the hashtag MRR and hashtag MRR course, it will come up. You'll start seeing but uh, so many posts um, and reels and things like that. So you can learn a little bit more about what this is because I'm not going to talk about that in this episode, I want to talk about what we can learn about this whole situation. Let's call it that. Let's call it a situation. <laughs> the only thing I want to talk about a, a little bit is what is MRR and what does MRR course mean? Just so we have that in the back of our brains for the rest of this episode. But if you want to learn a lot more of what's going on, just go to social media and search it up. So MRR stands for Master Resale Rights. And MRR course is um, a few different creators. In the beginning, of, I think it was just one person who was being known for this. But as of today, we are like two weeks into this whole situation and more people have come out with them. So at this point, it's multiple creators who have decided to take one or more courses. We're, we're talking about courses. We're not talking about products and printables and stuff. No courses. So they're selling this one course for a certain amount of money. I've seen $4.97. I've seen $9.97. I've seen $7. I've seen $47. So the pricing varies greatly from one creator to the other. And the funnel behind it varies great, greatly as well. But basically, they are allowing people to buy the course from them, a course that, that they created, right? This creator created this course that they're selling for, let's say, $500. So you as a customer go in and purchase this course. And now you can sell that same course to someone else and keep the entire profit. So it's not like a regular affiliate situation in which you get a percentage of the sale, what MRR is, is that you outright own what you are purchasing from this creator, or at least that's what they claim. So now you can go ahead and take that course and sell it to someone else. That someone else can sell it to someone else. That someone else can sell it to someone else. And the list goes on. 
Now, while there's nothing necessarily wrong about that up until this point that I've been describing it, it gets murky, right? It gets a little bit icky. So before we go into <laughs> what I think it's icky or not, um, what, what I really want to make clear here is that my opinion and my commentary that I will make during this episode and that I have made in my emails isn't, is not based on the content of these courses, okay? Because I haven't taken the courses. I don't know these creators. They're all new to me, literally never heard of anyone except for one person. There's there's only one creator that I have been following for years now, but everyone else, they're completely new to me. So my opinion, my commentary is not based on the content of these courses. I am not going to comment on that because I don't own the courses. I don't want to own the courses and I'm not interested in that. So what I'm going to say and the statements that I have made are based on the marketing behind promoting these courses, the sales ta tactics, the business model itself. And that is where my commentary is coming from. I know that in the email I said that I was still, you know, um, I haven't, I hadn't made an opinion. I haven't formed an opinion around this up until like two days ago. Um, but right now I can sit here and tell you that I have finally made my opinion. <laughs> and I, I, I guess you can, you, you already know what it is. And that is, you know, I, I don't agree with a lot of things that are being, um, done to sell these courses. And I 100% encourage you to do your own research. I'm not even telling you not to buy it. Okay. That's, that's not what this is. I'm not totally against it. If you want to buy it, that is your decision. So I encourage you to do your research, to search it up, to decide what you want to do, why you would want to purchase this, these type of courses. That's totally on you. I have decided and I have made my own opinion on it's not for me. It's not something that I want to offer. It's not something that I want to create. It's not something that I want to purchase. In general, not something that I want to partake on. There's many negative things that can come out of this when it comes to IP, when it comes to who owns the content, when it comes to what kind of people are going to buy this course and sell it to other people, the, the misinterpretation, the misinformation, the lies that can come out of this. But that is not the episode for that. So we're not going to talk about any of that <laughs> on this episode. Um, I just want really to talk about what can we learn from this? How can we make decisions in our business based on this very big thing that is going on right now in our neighborhood, in the online business neighborhood, in this community that we are all part of? Before I forget, one more thing that I want to say is that... Um, Someone had commented something about what is the right way to use someone else's IP in our courses. So I do want to say that bringing, for example, bringing a, a guest speaker into your community, into your course, into your programs is not the same as this whole MRR course situation. Um, and licensing someone else's course and bringing it to your own content 
it's also not the same as this situation. For example, um, there is this big course in the Facebook and Instagram ad niche that this big creator created and they offer it to their students for a licensing deal in which they can use that course to offer it to their own students, not not for free. They have to pay a, a license. They don't necessarily own the course, right? They pay a license to use this creator's videos and content and IP to provide information to their own students. That is not what I'm talking about. That is totally different. Um, these licensing deals and things like that. I think that's wonderful because if you have a course about, I don't know, selling digital products and your students are asking you about Facebook ads and you don't know anything about Facebook ads, now you can go to this other person and be like, okay, you have this course, let me buy a license so I can offer your content to my students. But no one is claiming here that this is my course, right? I, I I invented this and I created this and I'm just giving you this. None of that is going on in that situation. So I also wanted to comment on that before we, we moved on because I don't want you to think that I'm completely against licensing information and providing someone else's IP to your students in the right way, in the right um, honest, open way. Now let's talk about what we can learn. And there, there, there's three main points that I want to talk about. Number one is the importance of building your business in your own ground. Number two, the importance of developing your own IP. And number three, the importance of knowing what you're talking about. So let's go back to number one, which is building your business in your own ground. And what that means to me is having a building a business around your own branding, your own website, your own products, and that type of thing. Of course, if you are solely an affiliate marketer, this might not make total sense to have your own products all the time because you are promoting someone else's products. And that is fine because that is it is very clear what your business model is, which is affiliate marketing. And hopefully you are very clear about that. You're very clear communicating to your customers. Hey, I did not create this. I am affiliated to this other thing. And here's my link so you can go buy it. This is why you should buy it. So it, this is also not against affiliate marketing. I love affiliate marketing. What this is about is about having your business based on what you create that lives under your own branding. And when I say you, I don't mean like a personal brand. It could be just straight up e-commerce where you never show your face and you never share your name. And it's literally you are Starbucks, for example. <laughs> Building a business in your own ground is having your own thing, which brings us to topic number two, which is developing your own IP. This is where the whole value is when you come up with your own thing. And this could be anything. It just depends on what your business is about. Because when you create your own thing, no one can tell you what to do. No one can tell you what to charge for it. No one can tell you what to say. No one can tell you how to sell it. Your IP is your IP and you call the shots. 
and that could look in many different ways. This it could look like a course that you create and you sell it yourself. This could look like a set of videos that you license to someone else. But also developing your own IP brings us to topic number three, which would be know what you're talking about. A big issue that I see with selling MRR courses is that what happens when your customer has a question? Let's say, I don't know, I buy an MRR course that is about, I don't know, baking bread, for example. I'm a terrible baker, right? So if I buy an MRR course about baking bread and I decide to sell it to someone else and that someone else comes back to me, hey, so what temperature is it that I need to bake this and why? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be left out of um, answers because I have no clue. I never baked the bed, uh, bread in my life. I'm a terrible baker. I don't even understand the basic principles of baking. But here I am selling an MRR course about baking. And I have a suspicion that this is going to happen a lot to MRR course resellers. They have no idea what they're talking about. Some of them, of course, not all of them, but some of them will. And in order for you to create your own IP, you need to know... By the way, IP means intellectual property. I realized that I didn't say that in the beginning. So in case that's not clear, when I say IP, I mean intellectual property. And this is a big issue because I do see a lot of people coming into the online, uh, especially courses. Um, there, there's a lot of people popping up with courses and you just can't tell that they don't necessarily know what they're talking about. Like they have never sold anything online. They maybe took a course about... I don't know, whatever, email, email marketing, right? And I'm just throwing things um, out there. Um, they bought a course about email marketing. They're starting their business. They're sending a few emails. They're, they're maybe selling a few things. And suddenly, oh my God, this is awesome. I'm going to tell other people how to do this. But really, they haven't been doing it for a long time. And you just can't tell who these people are. And by the way, I'm not speaking about someone specifically. <laughs> I'm thinking in general that this has happened to me when I, well, I get a lot of emails from people asking me to become an affiliate for their products. Now, I'm not big on affiliate marketing. I'm pretty bad at it, actually. So a lot of the time or most of the time I say no, I only promote things that I pay for it myself, I'm using it myself, and I really believe this is a good thing. So that's the only way that I would send an email out with an affiliate link and tell people, hey, join this thing. But I do get a lot of emails from people, hey, I created the, this thing, um, can you please promote it for me? And I'm always very, very kind and I tell them, hey, I don't do that anymore, it's just not, not my thing. Like, it, it's not about them, it's about me and how I feel about how terrible I am at affiliate marketing. Anyway, this whole story just to tell you that there's always that one product that comes through my email and I look at it and I can just tell that this person just kind of pulled it out of their ass because it doesn't make sense. Um, when I go to their website, when I go to what they claim they have done, it doesn't quite have to do with what they're selling. And I see this a lot. Please don't hate me for, for saying this, but I see this a lot in the Etsy niche, people who sell information about Etsy. I come across, and I, I bet you, you do too, um, if you're on YouTube... 
I come across a lot of videos, people telling you how you can make, you know, $14,000. And this is actually true. True. This morning I saw in the recommended section, this video about this lady saying, make $14,000 this week on Etsy selling this thing. And I have watched many of those videos. And then I go looking for who these people are, go to their website, whatever. A lot of these people have never sold on Etsy or they have an Etsy shop and they sold like five things in the past year or something like that. Now that doesn't make sense to me. I truly believe that if you're going to sell something, if you're going to sell information about something, you need to know what you're talking about. You need to have some experience in it because you need to position yourself as an expert. And there's a lot of experts, quote unquote, out there who have done the thing for a few months and suddenly, oh my God, I know how to do this. And I'm just so amazing at, at this thing. And there's a problem with that. Because when you start asking questions, when you go back to them and, hey, what about this, 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 or that, they don't know how to answer your question. And I think it's important for you and for me as business owners to create products, to create courses, to create whatever within what we know and be very honest to the limitations of our knowledge. And to keep going down the Etsy rabbit hole, I do have a course about Etsy. It's a, um, it's like a crash course on Etsy and it is the most basic, most simple course about selling on Etsy that you would be able to find. And I have always been very honest about that, even though I've been selling on Etsy forever. I think I opened the first Etsy shop in like 2008. Um, for many years, I only sold physical products. Um, and for the past, I don't know, 20, since 2017-ish, 2016-ish, um, it's been digital products. I have multiple Etsy shops. Now, I've always been very honest. None of my Etsy shops <laughs> make a full-time income. Three of those shops, I call them my testing shops, my my testing ground. Um, and none of them make a full-time income. And I've also been very open and honest about what I use Etsy for these days, right? I'm not full-time on Etsy. I'm not claiming that when you buy this course, you're going to make thousands on Etsy. This is literally the most basic open a shop. This is your product. Put it on here and let's get started on Etsy as step one in a ladder of many, many steps that you need to take in your business. If you want deep Etsy knowledge, that is not me. And I'm very open about that. If I have had people come to me and ask me, um, hey, I already have an Etsy shop. I'm looking for more. And I have to turn them away because number one, I am not someone who has the day-to-day -day experience on Etsy to be coaching someone to make thousands on Etsy. Could I do it? Yes, I have the basic knowledge on how to do that. But number one, I don't have the deeper knowledge to coach someone through it. Number two, I'm not interested in that either. I'm not interested in building a whole business on Etsy. In fact, I tell people, do not build a whole business on Etsy. Etsy should be step number one. And then you go outside of Etsy and build a whole business. You want to know all the things Etsy? That is not me. That is going to be someone else.
And it takes a lot of honesty, a lot of ethical value to look people in the face and tell them, hey, this is what I'm good at. And also, this is what I don't know. And I cannot help you with this. You're going to need to go somewhere else. And a lot of people don't do that. They jump into things that they don't know what they're talking about, charge people money for it, and end up hurting them. To build a business, a lasting business where you are going to become an expert, where you are going to become top of your niche, you need to know what you're talking about. And you need to communicate to your customers, where does your knowledge stop? Where does your service to them stop? That's when you gain trust. And I believe that is the number one thing that we can learn from this whole MRR course situation is that a lot of the people who are reselling this thing, whether they're claiming it as their own or not, some are, some are not, will not have a lasting business. Sure, it might be like a quick cash grab. Sure, everyone likes quick money. But are you trying to build quick money? Are you trying to build a business? That is two totally different things. Now, with that thought, (laughs) I'm going to end this episode because I could talk about this for another hour and I honestly don't want to because I feel like my voice is going to keep creeping up (laughs) and I'm going to get louder and I just don't want to do that. So if you want to continue this conversation, you can tag me in the Facebook group. I'm going to leave a link in the description. You can send me an email. Also, my email address is in the description in this episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Thank you for listening and I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.